by giving us a brief summary of who you are, what you're about, and what your messages are? I think I do ask that question to a lot of different guests. And I think the big reason I ask that is because it kind of just loops in everything I want to know. And whenever I got into college, you know, we would always be asked the question, give us a summary of who you are as briefly as possible, almost as if you have to tell somebody as quickly as you can in an elevator. And when I was thinking about that, I was like, okay, I want all of my guests to give me a very clear-cut, basic, practical answer who they are. Because a lot of the people I know on my show are so great, I always go about that question. Can you begin by giving us a brief summary of who you are, what you're about, and what's your message? And for me personally, by a very simple term, I am basically an IT guy, okay? I looked at, I, I'm basically obsessed with that. From the start, I was always interested in entrepreneurship. I was what you would call a closet entrepreneur. Most of my life, I was obsessed with getting in. So I would go down the typical route. I was trying to push to be some, uh, you know, some biology. And for a long time, I kind of hid the idea that I was really actually passionate about entrepreneurship. And why did I hide it? Because I kind of wanted to fit in. And if I were to say I was an entrepreneur, I wouldn't be fitting in with the rest of my friends. So for a while, I would just say, you know what? I'm actually just a, you know, a biology. But I tell you, oh boy, the minute I got into college, I got pushed out. It was sort of a wake up call. And this is a true motto here. You need to always be honest with yourself because, because I was being fake with myself. And I wasn't being authentic, and I didn't really show who I truly was. I uh, honestly just forgot that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. So the basic clear-cut answer is I'm an entrepreneur. I first started an e-commerce business named Liga On, and that e-commerce business was basically focused on selling random products. Next thing I started was another business called Bizarro. Bizarro was basically a blog that I made for weird, interesting things. So if, if I saw some type of weird tech, I would literally go onto the blog and I would start typing and talking. Now, slowly but surely, as I was running the blog, I began to realize something. I want to engage with people. So that's when I started my first radio station. The radio station worked out okay. Radio station, uh, it did better than I expected. It was called Demidad. It was a rock and reggae radio station. This was my first serious step into entrepreneurship after two failures, after Like a Hannes and Bizarro did that. I stepped into Demidad. Demidad lasted quite a while, considering the amount of work that I put. My uh, IT background in that, that I actually got from college, shockingly enough, helped me quite a bit with uh, the radio station. And slowly but surely, as I was building up that radio station, I don't want to go on and on and on about the story about the radio station. That's a very long but Long story short, I tried making it into a nonprofit, and it didn't really end too well. And I think the reason it didn't end too well was because I wasn't prioritizing the right thing. I was being authentic again because the nonprofit didn't work out because it just were not a lot of people that were 
interested in helping out nonprofit business, at least from the way I saw. And that's when I learned that, you know, a lot of times, you know, people are sometimes there for different reasons other than just help. And it gave me sort of a wake up call. And I know that's kind of a cold hard truth, but when my nonprofit failed, it kind of forced me to take a different mindset. It showed to me that the key to success doesn't really come from others around you, but it comes from empowering yourself so that you can then break through your obstacles. And then once you have that ability to empower yourself, you can then go out there and help others. And that's the reason why I started the Jimbo Paris show. And Jimbo Paris came quite a few of Jimbo Paris. My, my, uh, my legal name is actually James, but with Jimbo, Jimbo is actually a, a Swahili name in Africa, not a southern name. And Jimbo in Swahili actually means country. And the reason why I go by Jimbo is because I see my business as sort of a country where I can empower others. Paris is actually my real last name. Except it's two R's instead of one. I just went with one R because it's easier. You know, search engines. So that's sort of a gist of who I am. And basically, when I made the name Jimbo Parrot, what I wanted to do is I wanted to interview people on self-improvement because I wanted to help empower other people by giving them a network where they can look at great people and they can learn ways of being great. So if you want to start a a Christian radio state, if you want to get into the psychic world, okay, if you want to look at stroke survival, you know, if you want to, you know, look at how to be a pastor, right, if you want to actually understand the way hypnotism works, okay, if you want to become an entrepreneur, I have all of those pieces of content that you can look at. It's all here for you, you know, so I did this all for other people, and that's sort of what the Jimbo Parish show is, just a network, a giant reservoir of just resources that people can just enjoy. So you won't make the same mistakes I did because that was the main problem I had with the novel. I wasn't empowering myself. I was focused too much on the external. I didn't focus on the need. And how you build that is by connecting with people, learning from other people so that you can then improve your business and your area. So there's my if you could go back in time and talk to your younger self, what would you tell him? You know, if I could go back in time and speak to my younger self, I would personally just tell him, you know, uh, don't be so hard on us. You know, before starting this business, I was extremely hard on myself. I would beat myself up every single little mistake that I made. And it did help me to an extent, but it also hurt me a ton because. I'm the type of person where if I have a goal, I will do whatever it takes to accomplish it. And for some reason, you know, I just choose to just push myself to the left. And I never sit back and just pat myself on the back and go, like, good job. All right. And when I finally learned to do that, you know, it was when I realized that I needed to get other people to help me. I needed to create a network, my own network. This was even before Jimbo Paris. I needed, to, I needed to create my own network because when you create a network, you're basically saying, hey, look, I'm doing a great job, but I need other people that can help cover my back. In that. That's how you stop being so hard on yourself. So if I could go back in time, I would tell myself, stop being hard on yourself and how to do it, create a network for yourself. 
create a way to make your life easier so that you can have a, a more efficient time accomplishing your goals. That's what I would recommend. What would you do if someone else was in your own shoes and you have to give him advice? What would you tell him to do? Like, what if someone else would like to follow your steps on creating a podcast like this, like an overall self-improvement podcast? What would you tell him to do? That's a good question. So I would tell him to, I would tell him to, uh, first of all, just go into it. Go in. Stop being so afraid. You know, I, I find there's too many people out here that, always want to waste a bunch of time doing research you know the only way you can actually understand something is by experience and maybe this is because i'm a kinesthetic okay i only learn by actually doing so if i want to learn something usually the best thing for me to do is to actually do it all right and this is something big i push on my show i encourage people to take action when you look at the people on my show I want you to actually find ways of taking that information and applying it to your life. How can you start? Well, when I interview pastors, when I interview all these people, I always talk about what actions did you take first to get to where you are. This way, you can find a roadmap to just jump in and do it. Okay? Too many people, at least when it comes to podcasting they, or building any type of content, they waste too much time researching. I understand a business plan is important. All this is important. The only way you can actually start taking steps forward is by actually lifting your leg and taking that first step, okay? Thinking about it isn't going to do anything. So my advice, okay, don't be hard on yourself. And by not being hard on yourself, get a network of people around you. Look at my podcast. I have a network of people, okay? I just interviewed a guy that did about 500 episodes so far with podcasts. Take that first step and then Give yourself a break. Send that guy a few emails. Ask him for a little bit of advice as you continue to take the rest of those steps. All right? Baby steps. And if you make a little mistake, okay. Find out where you need to change. Go ask. And when you do that, you're going to slowly realize that this isn't so bad. What's, what really destroys people is inaction and just not doing what you want to do in life. The worst thing you could ever do for yourself is not do something that you love. So that's it. Take small steps, build that network, and you will do good. And as I think about this, I think the next thing, if, if we were to go into practical podcasting, what direction should I take the first step when it comes to podcasting? When I think about that deeply, I think the first direction is just push out your first episode. Make your first episode, okay? I don't care how bad the episode is. I don't care how bad the audio is. I know some people that use $20 microphones. Yes, I spend a lot of money on them, but you don't have to do that. Just focus on that first episode. Okay, what type of content do you My style, it's usually long-form conversation. It has a lot of talking in it, like right now. Some other people, it's different. Maybe they just sit back and they just play out stories or something. Just get out that first episode. I don't care how bad it is, all right? Don't be a perfectionist, okay? Your first episodes are never going to be as great as your next set of episodes. So just get out that episode and then keep going, keep going, keep going. The podcasting, this is a big one too. Podcasting slump always happens around, um, it always happens around episode seven. Most podcasts die out around episode seven. How do you keep going through that, okay? My advice to you, 
focus on sustainability. Do episodes you know you want to do. Do episodes you know you and do not burn yourself out. Burnout is the worst thing. Ever. And by burnout, I don't necessarily mean you're feeling tired. Okay, what I mean is you're losing your love of the only way you can maintain success with something is if you maintain the love that you have. And as a podcast and podcast, now we have a TV channel. I make sure to always find people that genuinely interest me. Find content that genuinely interests me. All right? If it's not engaging anymore, you're not going to continue doing it. And that's basically the general gist of a lot of the advice I have to give. Just, okay, take that first step. Find a reliable network. This way, if you're going through some really tough obstacles, you can get some people and you don't have to beat yourself up all the time. And just push out that first episode. That's how you take that first step. Get out that first episode and then work from there. We would like to also know what's your vision for the future of your business besides this podcast and the Roku TV channel? What is my vision? Well, my vision, first of all, is to continue pushing the TV channel. We already have the Roku channel, which is quite good. And slowly but surely, that Roku channel is going a bit. But my goal is to really push that Roku channel name. I want to make it a new trend where TV channels are sort of the new thing. TV channels and podcasting. You know, I find, you know, too many podcasters are pigeonholing them. Okay? You don't have to just dedicate your whole entire career to just sitting down and, you know, with a headset, just, just you know, doing audio. You, know, you can expand yourself out. Do shows like me. Where I'm just sitting here in a chair talking and you can see my face. You know, push out the TV channel. On that TV channel, I want to empower the network so much. My goals for the TV channel are, you know, I want to make it so I can talk on the TV channel, you know, so I can have different people on the TV channel as well. And I want to create that into a spiritual channel network. And this way, I can have a lot of different people talking at once about different ideas. And I think that's what a lot of podcasters need to do. They need to use their skills that they have now, and they need to leverage it into other businesses that can further encapsulate their role. Because to me, it's, you know, more broad street. So TV channels, live streaming, etc. Um, and eventually, actually, I think in the future, I'll definitely get more into public speaking as well. So. Those are kind of the future areas. I definitely want to push the TV channel more, get more people on the TV channel. And eventually the Jimbo Paris show, it will only be focused on interviews, but it will also be focused on other people's. And these other people's content, they'll be represented. And with episodes, I'm thinking now we could do multiple people episodes. I can start doing interviews with three different people. We could have a whole squad doing it. Okay? I have a lot of plans. And... Slowly but surely, I think the end goal is definitely to just create a huge network where it's just the Jimbo Paris brand is just everything encapsulating media, self-improvement, and, you know, growth in the person. And I think besides the podcast and the TV channel, if we were to look past those two things, I think the big thing is definitely... I want to get more into public speaking. I want to actually get into motivation speaking too. I want to create, I want to actually go up in front of people. I want to go up and speak in front of people 
about the, the situations I want, lessons I want. And I want to really broadcast my skills as a media creator and help other people create media content as well that can help grow other communities. You know, I want to create an environment where a lot of different people can talk. I want to almost, here's a simple way to say it. I want to create the Netflix of self-improvement, if that makes sense. That's my, and the best way I can do that, public speaking, motivational speaking, and really creating new types of episodes. I don't think we need to ever get rid of the show for it. But I do think we need to evolve the show format to the point where I can uh, interview or, or possibly talk with multiple people at once. And I can even do classes and do seminars, webinars, where I can teach other people. So those are some areas I'm definitely looking into. And I also am thinking about selling some products as well. You know, Give me some ideas on shirts, other stuff in the catalog. I guess we want to give fans of any type content that they may want because again you guys are a big deal you're supporting me here you're giving my show the spotlight it needs and this is here because you know people support it this is a great talk are there any final words or piece of advice that you would like to say to our audience oh so the advice i definitely like to give is for some final words you know the key is to always just take that first step because once you build some good momentum it's hard to stop it. Yeah, when I first built my business, it was tough. But now it is definitely a lot better because I've now built that. So the key really is just to take that first. And I know it sounds too simple to be true, but it's so important. Okay. And this is going to sound super corny as well. You know, just have faith in it. You know, a lot of people don't really keep a lot of people underestimate what they're actually capable It's important to just say, I can do it. You know, and I know it sounds really corny and like, oh, what do you mean? I can do this because it's always that realization that you can do it and make that first step so easy. So I know it's some simple final words, but that's really all I have to say. You know, I think, you know, some things I have to say about myself, you know, I think I've taken the first step. And I think in life, there's going to be many more steps I'm going to have to take. And I'm not afraid because I know I can do it. Thank you for listening to The Jimbo Parish Show. 